0: modern black man podcast thanks for tuning in to another episode of modern black man podcast today we have the muy caliente episode i'm joined with um a very special friend um one of the hottest poets out here in the dmv doing her thing um the young the delicate the beautiful miss nia
1: hi i'm here let's go (laughs)
0: Mia has a podcast and a pretty strong following with her movement Thoughts of Purpose. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook, and I think she's going to get Twitter soon. Um, Very powerful um, poems, deep thinker. Um, I just wanted to invite her onto the episode so we can kind of talk about um, things. Um, I kind of had some stuff today I wanted to put out there um, about just keeping it hot in your relationship. I know we've done a lot of relationship-focused, centered episodes, and in this one, I really want to talk about some of those big issues in relationships. I know that I um, have a lot of opinions about relationships, but I think that there's some uh, value in the concepts that I'm bringing to you today. Um, I'm going to talk about the different levels of relationships and I'm also going to talk about um disciplines or uh six central themes to relationships. Uh Nia, what what are your thoughts about, you know, this topic, what we're talking about? Um we'll get to the, all the concept stuff later, but I mean, at the end of the day, I think we're here to really understand how we keep our relationships going. What do you think is the glue?
1: Communication.
0: Absolutely. If you can't communicate with someone, uh, what is it? If you can't communicate, you alienate. So I mean, once we lose that bridge of connection, uh, we we lose that person. I mean, we're 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 foreign to them. So yeah, I agree. I think communication could be a big one. I know um, going to different concepts, right? Uh, if you've ever read the five love languages. I think that those are really, really strong. And I know that I've identified my love language, like what speaks to me, what makes me feel good and calm and just keeps me going. Um, Do you know what your love language is?
1: I think that, I wish we can leave this in central place. I think that the love languages change over time. So I think whatever the need was for me, A few years ago mm-hmm. is different from my needs now.
0: What were your needs a few years ago?
1: So my needs, the so it was um, quality time, sir, um, um, acts of service, and probably gift giving.
0: Yeah, I can see that with you.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm. now, I definitely know that they've changed.
0: Gift giving still on the list. Yeah.
1: I think gift giving um, is weird because I think in dating me, men may think it's more, I, I I want gifts more than I actually do. I I don't, I don't, I'm not, I am a, I believe in giving gifts, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's at the top of my list right now as far as like, um, uh, it's, it's not at the top of my list, but see, I could see how you would say that or how a man would say that. Sure.
0: I mean- I know that I was married previously and I know gift giving probably would have been a, a strong pursuit. But at that time I just felt that if someone wants to be in your life, that it's temporary. I think giving the gifts can be a a, a temporary draw or a magnet. Um, and I'm really I after think
1: it's a temporary thing though. I, well, I hear you. I'm sorry. No. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, I didn't <laughs> – you're funny. But um, I think that it shows that a person is thinking about you. And that's what giving gifts to me means. Mm. It's if you are out and you bring me back a scarf or a whatever, it's just the thought that you were thinking about me. So I think sometimes people, men, mm-hmm. assume that it has to be something expensive or – but it, it's not, it's not about that for me. It's just about gift. And you, cause you said something about it being temporary. Yeah.
0: I, I, that, that's my thing. Like, I think. What does
1: that mean? You think it's temporary? Like, I don't know what do
0: you mean. I, I just think that you can draw <laughs> flies with honey. Okay. Um, but how long are they going to stay? And how long are you going to keep putting that honey out there? I think that when you find that forever person or you find that person that you want forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like what you said that it evolves. You yes. go from a man that just knows how to give gifts yeah. to evolving to learning how to hit those other boxes. And yes. I think that in our conversation today yeah. about how to keep it spicy, yeah. it's not being yourself. Like uh, I think men can probably relate to that. About with women, um, we want so much from women.
1: Men do absolutely. Yeah. Yes.
0: And I mean, Agreed. we right. We want them to to do this. We want them to do that. We right. want them to be magic. We want them to be you fantasy. know you guys every day
1: into fantasy all the time. Absolutely
0: guilty is charged. I'm very much into that in my relationships, but um, in the topic of keeping it spicy, um, I, I I think that it's doing those things. I think it's being able to check off different boxes, find new wheelhouses. Um, and that's what my pursuit uh, romantically is for um, for my partner. Um, but we kind of talked about love languages, mine's physical touch.
1: Well, I've, we should explain to people who haven't read the book, what are the five love languages?
0: See, that's what I didn't want to do. Um, okay. Let's see here. No, no, no. I think I know them, right? Um, physical touch, physical quality, quality touch. time.
1: Quality time. Go ahead. of uh, uh, affirmation.
0: Acts um, of service.
1: Yep. And gift giving. And gift
0: giving. Mm-hmm. Boom. Um, so those are the five love languages.
1: So just a tidbit on that. Mm-hmm. If you read the book, that's dope. And I kind of read halfway through the book, but I took the test at the end. Mm-hmm. And so for those who haven't bought the book, right. buy the book. And if the book becomes a little redundant, take the test at least. Right. And I think the test is a little skewed because they do ask men questions that are different from women. It kind of like the way they ask the question is a little, it's a little different, but still take the test so you can see what your love languages are. And you get to, there's like three of your top and the one and two, that's how you're operating Mm -hmm. normally. And then the third one is just kind of like, okay, so your top three, go ahead.
0: I think I asked you what your old love languages are. What are your new love languages? Are you still I'm finding those? I'm
1: still discovering those. Okay. I'm still discovering those. But I feel like um m- I'm still discovering them.
0: Physical touch has always been mine, so <laughs> it hasn't been hard. <laughs> um as far as um, relationships and our conversation today, do you want to talk about the levels of re- relationships first? Um we just I, I have a theory. I guess I this am is mine. Taking your lead. Oh, okay. you leader. oh wow. Thanks. <laughs> Um, I think that there's four different levels of relationships, and I'm going to share them with you. These are, these are the ones that I've come up with, right? I think that you, at the most basic level, that's your friend. Mm-hmm. I think that you build on friendship, and it can become partnership, or you can go to this level of lovers. And then I think at the highest level, there's spouse.
1: So it's friendship. Mm-hmm. This is my, through my pen. So friendship. And then,
0: <laughs> yes, friendship is number one, uh-huh. and then you can become lovers.
1: So lovers is number two. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, or you can become partners.
1: Lovers and partners—two different, different things. So is it friends, lovers, partners, or lovers and partners are on the same level?
0: They are not on the same level. Friends is the is the foundation. Yes, and then the next level is either lovers or partners. Okay, two different uh, levels, uh-huh. and at the top of this pyramid, if you envision it, would be spouseship. Uh, To describe friendship, it's that social basic connection Mm -hmm. because we all have friends and, you know, friendships are great. Some are more powerful than others. Um, But then building on top of that, you can go physical, right, Um, and become lovers. I think that these physical exchanges can lead to emotional uh, deposits and withdrawals in your bank and your relationship becomes richer because of it. If you decide not to go for the lovership, there's partnership. Mm. With partnership, it could be simply a business arrangement Mm -hmm. or it can be certainty. I think that we've all had those relationships where we date someone because we know that they're into us. We know that they're going to deliver. They're going to come through. uh, They're reliable. But romantically... Nah, not so much, right. oh, yeah. but, but it's an exchange yes. and, and we want it. Right. And it's, it might be a little bit more than that basic friendship, mm-hmm. but it doesn't go to the highest level of spouseship, mm-hmm. which leads me to the that fourth level of spouseship, yes. which is critically important because for me, it's a religious, um, it, it's a religious experience. It's very spiritual for me. And it's also legal. Um, and and I think marriage is a beautiful thing. It's an institution to be honored and I respect it very much. Um, I know that
1: So when you enter a relationship with a woman, mm-hmm. Are you entering it thinking about these four levels, or absolutely? You're kind of like dropping off at a certain point. Like, okay, we're cool, we're friends, all right, but now we move on to our, you know, um, partnership or lovers. Do you know, are, do you mean- I
0: observe uh, where we're at? And I mean, I think that unfortunately, women are. Better communicators than men. Absolutely. So they'll let you know. She'll let you know if if she's feeling you like that. She'll let you know if there's that opportunity. She'll let you know. And as men, um, maybe we identify things as the hunters, um, as the protectors. We can see if she's wife worthy rather quickly. <gasps> I think that that's our responsibility, especially if you plan to build a family with someone. You have to identify their character. You have to identify their moral compass. So
1: at this point in your life, mm-hmm. you meet a woman mm-hmm. and you don't see her reaching that fourth level. Do I'm you at, still... I'm,
0: my way, I'm too old. Mm-hmm. Um, my, um, what is it called? Sperm. They're going <laughs> to die. So <laughs> I'm looking for somebody that I can build a family with. And at the same time, I'm not trying to rush into anything, but I know that I don't have a, a huge margin of time because I truly feel that I've been built to be a husband. I think mm. that when I was married, I uh, I learned a lot and mm. I I withheld a lot mm. from from my previous relationship.
1: What did you re- withhold?
0: The you whole know. learning thing. Mm. Like um like the spirituality thing was pretty potent for me. Um just kind of understanding my role and then making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um you know not not infidelity, but making plenty of mistakes of of just just not honoring uh, my partner um and and really just not pouring everything into her that i that I should have mm. because I was focused on being at church. I was focused on preparing for this or that. I was focused on buying a house. I was mm-hmm. focused on so focus paying off
1: her and the relationship and actually taking,
0: nurturing your relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and it's a huge regret, but at the same time, that was, that was why that happened for me. If that person wanted, was committed to our marriage uh, we would have been able to communicate. Right. We would have been able to find a solution, and that's what communication actually means to me.
1: What does it
0: mean to you? Solution finding. Mm-hmm. I think. I think professionally, that's what I do.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, I'm a solutions engineer. I try to find a solution. Uh, sometimes it's through dialoguing. Sometimes it's through networking. Are you that
1: way in your relationship currently.
0: I try to be. I, I think I've been rather resourceful as of late. Uh, I've had a lot of breakthroughs and epiphanies and growth, uh, exponential growth. And my current relationship's really exciting. Um, you know, just thinking about the topic at hand today of the muy caliente, just just really being able to have passion. Yes. Like that's.
1: Passion is really important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Like like if you if you don't have passion for your partner, yes. you're you're going to feel like you're missing out. Yes. And I mean, if you have passion for your partner and your pat your partner's throwing it back at you, why would you want to leave? Why would you want to go somewhere else? And why can't you grow that? Because that's the ultimate resource. I think that relationships are like diamonds. Right. It takes a little bit of pressure for you to really, you know, get something special. Absolutely. Right. Um, but yeah, those are the, those are my um,
1: four levels,
0: four levels of relationships. Okay. Um and then I want to talk about you know a, a lot of different things today but I just can't wait to share with you the six different disciplines um to
1: reach the four levels or to... no
0: no okay. I think that you could probably use these disciplines on all levels. I'll share them with you because they are kind of um okay. interesting. Let me get those together one second Now there's six of them the first one is certainty. We want to feel comfortable. We want less worries. We want to feel safe. Yes. That's that's the number one discipline. Number two is variety or uncertainty. We want challenges. We want spice. And we want to push emotional and physical range. The third is significance. It's a need to feel special, cherished, important, needed, wanted, validated. Um, the fifth is love or connection, connecting with another person, the feeling of being loved, honored. Um, The seventh is growth. We want to drive to grow emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, mentally. Um, I know that I've talked to um, friends that even say financially. And then there's the eighth contribution, going beyond your own needs to give regardless of self and in an unconditional approach. Those are the different levels to, uh, or the six disciplines of relationship. I think that certainty and uncertainty, those first two are so good. Like, just think about it. We want consistency, but we also want variety.
1: What do you mean when you say variety?
0: I mean, I don't want to be lewd, but like for myself, I'm, I'm thinking physical, um, just cause that's the easiest one for me right now, for whatever reason, not cause it's my love language, but like, um, as a man, I can definitely say that I want the same partner every day. Okay. Um, I know that I tend to date uh, multiracial girls, probably because it's like having multiple girls. Um, you know, you could get you could get a flat iron and you got like an Asian out of nowhere. It's like a third girl. So, you know, I, variety. I, I think that every man craves that. And if it's not uh, something as simple as a hair change, it could be variety in the bedroom. It could be trying new things. It could be trying new restaurants. It could be experiencing new challenges. Because uh, just like I read in the definition of variety, you need challenges. How boring would your relationship be if you never argued or fought?
1: Right. Like, I, I, yeah. But I think, and I don't know if this is, you know, I think challenges will come. Mm-hmm. I just hope that people in relationships aren't creating and or manufacturing problems
0: they aren't
1: they are they're not yeah, i hope they're not right. and it, and it feels like sometimes people do that they it's it feels like sometimes people do that mm-hmm. because i really don't i i think i've shared this with you before mm-hmm. i i sometimes feel like people don't take care of themselves and before they enter a relationship and so while they i've heard
0: that a lot like um, uh, you like a lot of my friends um you know i've had previous hosts on here i think I think Sarah has talked about that. I think that Janine might have spoken about that as well. Um, Everybody talking about men need to get their stuff together. I say that because a lot of, I've noticed my my female contributors take a very strong stance on that, that men need to get their shit together. They need to be right themselves. It's not a
1: man thing. It's not a man thing with me. It's a,
0: it's, it's an everyone thing.
1: It's a, yes, it's a people thing. People need to get their stuff together right um, before they enter a relationship. Because if you want a true
0: partnership and you want to, you know, the challenges will come. And you know what? You're right. I think that they do present the argument that way. It's an everyone thing. Yes. It's just that I've noticed it through women saying that.
1: Because women are typically the ones that are doing the work.
0: Yeah. Emotionally,
1: yeah. When when a man leaves a relationship, he's not turning around to his boys and saying, "You know what I learned? Let me go sit and go somewhere." And you know, I I, I no. Women are always your boys don't want to hear that though. Like that's why, well, that's an issue. That's an issue right really, there. You think
0: that's an issue that men mm-hmm. don't communicate
1: healthily? Exactly. <laughs> That's absolutely an but, issue but, but let's because, talk about that well, briefly. quickly though, mm-hmm. I always hear women taking a step back or saying they need to take a step back, or I need to go spiritually and figure mm-hmm. out what's going on. I need to do this. Or I need to do. I need time to myself to figure out. That. No, no man in history. I've heard say I'm not saying it's not out there, sure. but that they, they need to a six month hiatus to just kind of figure themselves out because I got I just came out of this relationship and I need to do the work. Right. I need to figure myself right. out. I need no, 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 no. So it's not you. Just took a stance on it. You made it real hood. Like, oh, I, I need <sighs> to no. It is. It's not like that. It's is every, that
0: demean women? Do I depict women that way? You always do. I do.
1: You absolutely do, ladies. You, you,
0: I'm not apologizing. I'm just saying that I am. You need
1: to apologize. Do I
0: need to apologize? Because
1: it's offensive. It's offensive. It's offensive. Mm. It's absolutely offensive. So glad
0: you're on the show. (laughs) Bringing that energy. I love it. Thank you.
1: No, because Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. not all women, and you see how I just had to flip it for you and say that it's not about a woman just saying a man needs to do his work. She needs to do her work. Mm -hmm. Men need to do their work. So when we enter a relationship and we start dating, Mm -hmm. we're not bringing all this drama and problems, and that's going to dial down the arguing, because arguing takes away from the relationship. Nick said it. It takes it away. It takes away the love. It takes away the happiness. It takes away the muy caliente, because now we're fighting when we should be doing other things.
0: Like what?
1: And We should be making love, and ain't nobody got time for that. Right. And that's my, that's my one, like, Mm. ain't nobody got time for that. That's my, that's my, that's my, that's my one thing. (laughs) Since you like to continue to act like women, I'm just going to say women because I'm going to put a race on it. But Mm. you're always acting like we're very snappy.
0: I ain't had no white girls on the show. Look, if there's any white girls that need to get on the show, uh, please, Chubby Idris Elba, Instagram, Twitter, get at your boy. We need more diversity. Uh absolutely. I, I, I absolutely really, really feel this way. Um I experience this every day at work. I just I I, I love it. Um uh, every day at work. I have black love moments all day, every day. That was black
1: love moment that you're sharing. No, no.
0: I'm saying that we need more diversity on the show. I'm saying that perspective, the sister girl moments, and you know what it is, comes from experience. And I'm saying I get a lot of...
1: But why is that your experience with all black women that everybody sounds like they're lot. from some Tyler Perry movie? They
0: sound like they're from some, some Tyler yeah, Perry movie. Like,
1: you know, like it's the one girl from Tyler Perry that's always snapping and always arguing with her man and fighting. Why is that... You know, that's probably
0: scary? the women that I used to date. Well,
1: you know, you need to upgrade Yeah, you I upgrade know. your life. What is it, level six or chapter? I, I, think, I
0: think the last few years I have upgraded my life. But that's unfair and becomes problematic and... I, and we can talk about this briefly, but uh, I've been dating. I think we talked about this before the show. Did you tell me I date yellow, w- beige women? I think is what you're... You, you, you call being
1: them cr- khaki beige. <laughs> you call whatever, there whatever, whatever, a uh, lighter skin. You yeah. um, have you ever seen the paper, the um, paper bag challenge?
0: Moving forward. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a There's a thing they said. If you put the paper bag, a brown paper bag up to your skin, mm-hmm. and if you're... Oprah did it on her show. And if your skin is lighter than the paper bag, you're considered darker skin. If it's lighter than the paper bag, a brown paper bag, then you're considered light skin. And mm. it's the most racist BS, but it that's people-
0: It's kind of true, though. I mean, I think as a dark skinned man, I can speak that dark skinned people experience- Well,
1: that's a whole nother conversation, because don't get me started. Okay. Like, just because I'm light skinned doesn't mean that oh, no, have I know. the same experiences- uh-huh. That, man, no, yeah. I have my own set of experiences, and a lot of lighter skin people do. And see, mm-hmm. that's the problem right there. People don't think we do. People don't think we have. Well, answers. I'm I'm an
0: established colorist. Float. I'm we an established colorist. just, float. We just float. and I switched skin. from my skin, I I I quit dating team dark skin because they was talking back to me too much. So I had <laughs> to switch up. It's great, you know. Good. It's like switching from Pepsi to Coke. It's it's yeah. been it's been wonderful. So, like I said, uh, you got to upgrade. You got to find out where you really maybe fit in more than where you get in. Right? Oh, sure. So, moving on to the third, um, since we talked about certainty and we talked about variety, I want to talk a little bit more about significance a need to feel special, cherished, important, needed, and wanted. Um, I have a lot to say about that. Yeah, I bet you do. I'm sure men have treated you um, a, a way um, to establish that in you. And
1: well, something you were saying, which was, I feel that sometimes people want, sometimes it's too, sometimes people ask for a lot. And sometimes it's hard to fulfill that, I feel.
0: Can I ask a question? Because I think I'm guessing Go where ahead. you're going. Go ahead. Do people look at you physically and just assume that you're going to be this, like, (laughs) this, like, beautiful, loving, just cute, quiet (laughs) woman? Like, they think you're like, oh, she bad, yo. Like, she going to be this and that. And then they experience you and you come with a different dynamic.
1: I do experience that. Really,
0: sure. <laughs> I Tell do experience that. that. That's not that. where I was going with no, your you have dark skin tendencies. Are <laughs> <laughs> you saying it's such a jerk?
1: Um, but that's not where I was going with it. But yeah, I think I think that people, unfortunately, people do that, and and it's that's a whole nother topic because okay. people don't expect you to be um,
0: they have depth. you to be docile. The yeah, topic. they don't.
1: They don't expect me to have depth. They don't expect me to have substance. Yeah. And when you show that um, in the package that I'm in, Mm -hmm. it's, like, confusing.
0: No, it's offensive for a guy (laughs) if he wants you to just be one-dimensional. And then you come with the dynamics that you come with, and it is confusing.
1: But, um, sure. But, you know, you should never – what is that, like, old saying? Never judge a book by its cover. Well,
0: everything. Go – everything that glitter ain't gold.
1: Uh, right. That Oh, really? <laughs> no, because that's a negative everything way to look at
0: it. Everything shining ain't a diamond. I get it. I get no, it.
1: that's, a negative, that's, what that's tell me. a negative way to look at it. And, it's, oh, a and again, thing. it goes back to what you're saying is then people put that weight on me to fulfill them, to bring out their fantasy too. And mm. it's like, sometimes it's a lot because it's like, I feel sometimes that at times in relationships in the past, it was never enough. Like I have to constantly validate. I have to constantly, if you're the type of woman, and I wonder if anybody on the, that's a listener has mm-hmm. ever experienced this, if you're a gregarious person, if you can go in a room and, and mm-hmm. not necessarily shut it down, but you know how to work a room and you have attention and people put attention on you, that can make a man feel sometimes a little like um, insecure, if you're constantly telling your man, "I'm with you, I love you," we're and they they're not accepting that, then it becomes they put it on you as your problem. Like you have to oh, yeah. dim your light now, yes, to make them feel good.
0: Yeah, you're victimized,
1: and that's a problem. Yeah, so, I some agree. to your to your point of what was the what was the discipline that you were speaking
0: of? Because I again, you threw my pen. Significance. I, it's the hardest thing in the world for me. Being with a woman, just I'm speaking in general, uh, being in your situation where you have the bell of the ball and everybody is constantly just <laughs> running up on her, trying to talk to her, just wanting to know about her. And then you got to sit there in the background and, and, and live your Playboy life. It's what very. Playboy life? I mean, you got to be your best because you're going after the best, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to dim her light, yes. you got to make sure you let yours shine.
1: Yes.
0: So, like I said, that's very hard because there are women out there. How do I validate mm.
1: you, though? How do I make you feel amazing? Mm. And how do I show you that you're important to me? What, what does a man need to hear? What does he need to experience in order for him to The trust? same thing
0: that a man is telling a woman because – I know any brother out here listening right now, anybody that's got a a, a lady in his life that really cares about her is telling her she's beautiful. I love you. You're this. You're that. Because we're men and we're built to profess. when 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 a woman professes to a man, it's like magic. Not just because we're dumb. Um, but because we, we 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 don't get that every day because we're not women, we, our experience in the world is very different. We don't walk Are you into rooms that validation <laughs> for my partner. She does absolutely. Honestly, yeah, she does. She tells me all kinds of positive and ego boosting things in a strategic way, in and strategic I you know I I, I appreciate in a strategic it. Strategic way, absolutely. What does that mean it's just perceived. It's uh, it's it's like, wow, I really appreciate that. I can tell that there's effort. I can tell that there's thoughtfulness um, because um, I, myself, the way I move in the world, I try to be as genuine and authentic as possible. Okay. I don't, you know, I'm just a very unique person. Sure. Um, obviously, anyone that follows me online knows that I'm always... Really saying the opposite of what's really going on and portraying things differently than where they really are.
1: So then are you lying right now? About what? You said portraying things differently than what they really are.
0: No, I'm saying on like social media Mm. because people like to see things and believe things.
1: Mm.
0: People aren't deep. Yes. So, you know, social media is a huge problem in our culture at this point because think about it. Everybody wants to be true online, but in real life, they're not living in reality. So, I mean, I just think that's really interesting that that's what has happened to us as a society. And that's just why I take the stand that I take. I know that it's really important for me, for the people that know me, to know me. And to not know what they see. If I can give them something that disrupts, challenges, or even contradicts how they know me as a person, I think it gives me a new depth um, as far as our relationship. Um, <clears throat> I know that we talked about um, certainty, variety, significance, love, just being connected with someone, um, you know that 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 connected feeling, just being honored, and it's so important. But what about growth? I think that that's a, a super attractive thing. I have a friend; she's dating this man boy. He's just so immature. It's I feel bad for. Her. I don't know how she does it, but the kid is just like a, a, a six year old on <laughs> cocaine. Like he just he is. It's sad. It's sad. And and she's gorgeous. Um, and she could just have any man that she wants, but she just she tries them all, this little Play-Doh boy, and I just, I just hope that her her efforts are rewarded with um, the man that she seeks in the end. Um, but again, I can relate as a man building a woman, because I think of building my-
1: Building a woman?
0: Not like Build-A-Bear. Right,
1: but you said building. What do you mean when you say building?
0: Building a woman. I think that as a man, I'm a restorer. Uh, I'm not going to get real arrogant. I'm not no uh, NYC nigga trying to talk about some, I'm a guy done, I'm a right. guy done, done. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to say that I am a restorer. I am a healer and I'm a grower. And So you
1: I, feel you can meet a woman and heal her and grow her and restore
0: her? I feel that I can uh, meet a woman, exchange an energy with a woman, hmm. and I can, I, I can build with her, and I think that's what restoration is.
1: Build with her, not build her.
0: I mean, I've I've bought parts before, <laughs> but I'm saying that I'm more interested <laughs> in building a foundation uh, through relation with a woman. Yes, I'm interested in e- exchanging traumas, uh, triumphs. I'm I'm interested. Are you interested in that? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. And I, I I think that that is the The magic. I really do. I believe that if you can in exchange with someone and be is raw and human and and, and genuine
1: open. you have to be open.
0: I didn't say that. I said raw. <laughs> I said human in order genuine
1: that you have to be open. Do you feel you're open in a relationship? And
0: i' I've, I don't think anyone's <laughs> gonna say that I'm closed off. I don't think anyone's gonna no, tell me that um your, your
1: your radio persona may not be closed off. Oh but you're in your personal relationship, mm-hmm. are you closed off? And be honest about that. Like, are you closed off in your relationship?
0: I'm not gonna be honest about that. I was saying that I like to <laughs> restore and I like to grow. I like to <laughs> assist women and I like to to help them realize their greatness and their potential because that is very important for me. I think that as someone who is Incredibly experienced and exposed in life. I've seen it made I've seen miracles. I've seen miracles. I've seen so much in this life and I'm so thankful for it that I'm finally at the point in life where I want to contribute to the world. And I know I've been doing that. Um I experienced a miracle yesterday.
1: Mm, yes, you did. I did. Mm-hmm.
0: Um I saved at least one life yesterday, if not yeah. multiple. Yes. So I'm, 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 I I know that it's real and I know that my ability to impact others is real and I'm thankful for that. So, um, yeah, restoration is a very, very real thing. Growth is very attractive. Um, like I started off, I talked about my friend who is, uh, dating, uh, a man child. Um, you know, I, I think that she will get a phenomenal man towards the end. I think she's going to have that man that's going to change her life because a woman, a bad woman can, can change you.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: But an anointed woman can change your life. Amen. So Agreed. I think that those are the components that go along with growth and what make it so attractive. Um, again, it's not just the spirituality, the emotionality, the maturity. It's uh, intellectual growth and mental growth as well. Learning how to communicate in new ways can, you know, fire off those synapses. And I I don't want to downplay the importance or significance of that contribution, um, which actually leads me to the final concept: contribution. Um, just going beyond your own needs to give regardless of self and in an unconditional approach. Now, this one to me is very contentious because I think that's the final level. I think that's some spouse-ish.
1: To do what? To be a um to be a giver?
0: Contribution is what I call it.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I know that. Dying to your selfish ways was something that um I've heard a lot about. Mm-hmm. I know my ex-wife was a phenomenal person, and she was always expressing that she wanted to die to her selfish ways. And I don't think at the time I really understood what that really meant, mm-hmm. but now I, I I really, I think i I think I perceive that. I think that I received that message and I have a perception of the world to where I can see how when you give or you end, your partner begins. And when you fall in line with that and you genuinely have connection and you fall in line with those other disciplines, it is no longer that single life. And I think that, as someone trying to escape the single lifestyle, it's very attractive to me. Um, well, I think
1: it, and I think it's hard, you know, I think you're it's not as easy as you're saying mm-hmm. because no, it's not take a relationship that I'm in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's like I'm constantly explaining and saying, um, you know what works for me or what makes me happy. And Are you talking
0: about Big Dick Willie, the guy that you're talking about? Or? <laughs> oh my
1: God! What the heck? <laughs> what? I don't know what that was. What? What? I'm
0: sorry. I don't even know what
1: that was. But um, and so it's just like thinking about being selfless and somebody who is putting someone in front. I think people just ramble it off like it's just so easy. Like, oh, you talking about
0: your current? He rambles. Is it rambling?
1: <laughs> I think, P.S., people ramble it off so okay. easily. Like, oh, okay. You know, dying to yourself, dying, uh, you're letting self die and giving to that person. I think if more people really took the time to understand that concept, I think there'd be less divorces, there'd be less, a lot of- It's um... not necessarily
0: true. No, it's it the is. The person that told you that was very profound uh, and, and, and <laughs> conscious of dying to her own selfish ways, she- Realize that maybe she needed that selfishness. I don't know. But like again, it goes back to
1: the beginning point of doing your work. Before you enter a relationship with anybody, you have to make sure that you are whole. You are talk
0: about that. It's easy to say that you're giving up your dying ways, but how hard it is. I think that was a point you made at the very
1: beginning. Exactly. And we Mm -hmm. and and at the end of the day, people are always throwing themselves on the track, like you know what they need to do and how they they're gonna stop, and they they recognize it. But as soon as you start moving a little bit down the road and it gets a little tough, we go revert back to, right back to our
0: like relationship. I'm, I, I can't stand that. I think that that is that reeks of selfishness.
1: It is selfish, but the, what I'm but, what my point that I'm trying to make is um, how do people really get to that place where they really understand that putting someone else's needs before your own it and it really is going to <coughs> take that relationship to a new level i personally feel so fulfilled and this is my truth when i'm giving to my partner and even if i know they're selfish as hell and i know they're not going to do what i need them to do in this area i still will give in a in a in a way of like okay you know what i'm going to do it again i'm going to try it again i'm going to do it again Um, but I will say there, I've learned through relationships that there has to come a time when you have to say, you know what, it's not me being selfish to walk away from this because I tried, I gave it no, because sometimes people, no, but okay. But sometimes people feel like you're giving up or you're not doing this or you're not doing that. And it's just like, no, I'm not giving up. I want to be in this situation, putting forth the effort to make you happy um as long as I see growth, back to one of your points, I see growth. Yeah, I think the disciplines are important. S- I see us making moves and making things happen. But if if it's just a person, again, just taking and not
0: Huge turn off. Yeah. And and,
1: that, and that, it, it withers away the relationship because it's draining. It's draining to always have to and at the end of the day, you know, like if you're giving to somebody and you feel fulfilled, that's dope. And that's, that's the level of, that's the Zenith place that I want to be at in life, which is I want to be able to give to my children, my man, my, my life and, and be completely happy and content and, and excited about that. But I have learned if I don't take care of myself, or I'm not having those deposits back into me, right. I will be drained yes. at the end of it. Mentally I wanted- drained, physically drained, I'll be drained. Yeah. And then when I have nothing else to give and I pop, mm. then I'm the crazy person.
0: Damn, nobody wants to see that. I uh, <laughs> I wanted to say though, on that final point of contribution, I think keeping it spicy is how you keep the contribution going. Um, I think that all this stuff is holistic, and that's why I made that the topic for today. Is that all, all these different levels? Don't you see the ability to simply keep it alive? Well,
1: I think that with your the four levels and the disciplines for me, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily speaking to how to keep it spicy. What is something that people can do, in your opinion? A few sure. things that like, and, and I think these are great. Um, sure. In order to keep that relationship flowing and going and happy, um, you know, on, on like, on a, on a deeper level, but on
0: a, a more of a, like I'm gonna a ramble, but I have a good response. Go ahead.
1: <coughs> because then I want to share some, I think some things that I feel keep it
0: spicy. I would love to hear that. So let me just give you a, a, a big roundabout, big thought guys. It's not going to be uh, a digestible snack size, uh, meal? Uh, party size meal? snicker. Meal like you are? This is lunch. That's lunch. Okay. Some will want certainty over growth, and others will want to have love and connection, even if it means they may be on uncertain ground in terms of finances or whatever it may be. But the order of importance drives us in how we act, how we decide, and what we believe. What is interesting is if we are not getting these needs met with our partners, we often run off to find something or someone to have these needs fulfilled. They can be fulfilled in both supportive and unsupportive ways. So being able to acknowledge the faults and learn from them so I can apply it better in my relationship, or at worst, my next relationship is how I win or keep it spicy. Um... I I think that obviously every individual or in every individual relationship has its different dynamics, but I think that it really, all relationships boil down to respect. Mm. I think that when you honor someone, when you respect someone, you honor someone, you love someone. I
1: think that's a man thought.
0: Well, in my experience, men want respect. Yes. Women want love.
1: Sure.
0: I know that my Christian counseling friends uh, definitely take that approach Mm. with relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, They call it, in some circles, the crazy cycle. Mm. Have you ever been with your spouse, your significant other, and you've had an argument, Mm. and it seems to never end? Called the crazy cycle. Because men, to usually end that sequence, we want respect. Women. Want love when men act in ways that are not loving. Okay. It's gonna th- it's gonna tilt. It's gonna tilt. Yes,
1: I can. Okay. When
0: women act disrespectful. Yes. It's gonna tilt. Mm. So a good way uh, to stop that cycle. Yes. Is for women to give men respect, and men to give women love. Amen. So I mean that's that's my approach. Um, I, I I I've learned a lot. Um, I like to think of myself as a pre-trained husband. I'm just looking for for the right situation, um, and I know that through my experiences, I definitely want someone that genuinely loves me. Um, I'm I'm a very humble man. I'm not the best-looking man in the world. I'm not the richest man in the world. I'm not the smartest man in the world. I'm not the best dressing man in this world, but I know that I have the capacity to love. So that means a lot to me. Um, You know, sexual chemistry is huge for me. Um, You know, since we started off the show, kind of talking about the different love languages, but in a relationship, you build and you learn so much more. But I think we all have what I call key gates, I don't know why I chose that word, but I call it a key gate. Sure. For me, that's my, I think some people have called it my wheelhouse. Yes. So, um, you know, I I accept that now in my older years. um, I I never thought of myself as a very sexual person, but um, maybe that's just what's ingrained in me and I'm comfortable with that. Um, So, I mean, what do you think your key gate is?
1: Well, what does what does what does keygate mean to you? So I can make sure I'm aligned with your
0: question. Kind of like a love language, but I just think it's the end with me. Like if I meet someone and I can a deal breaker, not necessarily deal breaker, because I've had lots of <laughs> I've had lots of mediocre or average experiences, mm-hmm. um, but I definitely think that that's like my fuel like i think in relationships oh,
1: like it's your fuel okay fuel. right it okay. keeps
0: me going like okay. if i can meet someone and we have a strong sexual chemistry um i accept at this point in my life that that's that's my key like i need to i need to explore more with this person because like my um uh, <clears throat> you know i know I, I got a couple you know it's, 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 it's some of them out there still pimping. They they still they still mentor me a little bit, and they still tell me things. And you know, don't wife no hoe is always is always out there. But like I said, I'm a restore, and I think it's okay to to branch out and do something different and and heal someone besides yourself. I think that's genuine care and concern. So, I mean, I don't think that we you can- have to be
1: careful with the healing other people, but go
0: ahead. Talk more about this. Because I, like I said, that's my key gate. Like if I can identify that we're going to have a strong physical connection and I'm going to be satisfied, I'm going to be there. Yes. So if I know I'm going to be there, I'm the whole world is an option. I can build. Mm-hmm. I can do those other things. That might be uh, another word for key gate. Maybe we could call it my foundational element
1: is a good physical connection
0: i need it i need it i i I realize where in the past maybe i've denied or overlooked that Mm. and that's not good Mm. like like trying to be so worldly so open-minded can be very problematic Mm. because uh, i think i said it earlier i've never cheated on anyone i've ever been with but like I'm not going to go look for someone else and want someone else and be with someone else. That's so much work, so much observation. It's so much uh, just, just scrutiny that's unnecessary when you can simply train the one you're with or instead of going through all the rigmarole, you replace them. And I mean, there's levels and there's steps and I think everyone has worth and like I say I can identify it through that foundational element. You said you don't have one.
1: <sighs> right now I don't know that I have um, something I know the things that I don't like that fuel me. Mm-hmm. Um horrible communication. Oh,
0: wow, you said that before, yeah. Drives
1: me insane. Yeah. It's a um, really big
0: for you. So maybe that's your that's your key gate.
1: Uh, but I don't feel that I have that's
0: just what you're experiencing now that's not necessarily yeah
1: that's cause I don't I've never experienced that necessarily she's said jackass I yeah can't <laughs> so uh, cause he's thinking about sex all the time probably
0: yeah probably. I'm sure so why don't you just break him off shut <laughs> him up like be about action I think... not a, everything in life is not a, an intellectual higher level action. And I think that that's where we've gotten in society is that we've fallen in love with being the smartest ones in the room. Wow. And we've lost our, wow. for lack of a better wow. term, wow. our nuts. And I, I know as I've matured in life, as I've gotten older, oh. I've, I've been able to really appreciate this, that sometimes just taking action can make all the difference.
1: Free advice. I I I agree that um, taking action, but again, it goes back to that um, empty tank. I feel like some men have. It's, It's tell me more about
0: this man's empty
1: tank. I feel like some people come with such a low. You know, like their tank. I have to put more into it. I have to. It's like you're constantly filling somebody else's emotional tank, and their their sexual needs or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just like nothing is ever good enough. Nothing is ever so. You could think you're good enough
0: or freaky, enough?
1: If whatever you could no, think,
0: I'm talking about sex, I'm, I'm, I'm like,
1: but you. no, but sex is like specifically you could think you're killing the game. You're breaking somebody off, and you're yeah. doing everything that you need mm-hmm. to do, and it's still not enough. Because guess what? They're into Instagram models, or they're into um, oh, what is it? From the
0: female perspective.
1: Um, they're into uh, bottle girls and, and, and stuff that you don't even like deal with. You're like, wait a minute. A bo- when did that bottle girl become like the thing to, to aspire to be? No offense to bottle girls, no, but, well. but when somebody says like, they, it's like, oh, I want to date a lawyer or a doctor or a bottle girl. You're like, oh, when did that become you know, a real,
0: have you encountered a man who's dated lawyers? <laughs> doctors, uh-huh. CEOs, uh-huh. and bottle girls. Okay. Have you experienced that?
1: Have I? No, I haven't. Because most oh, you haven't. Most men that I know, they're not aspiring to date bottle girls or Instagram. It's a fantasy. And uh, the bottle girl
0: so specifically, wait, the man. bottle
1: girl specifically is just a thing <laughs> that happens when you're at a club and mm. no one ever.
0: So, so you've <laughs> never met a man with the dynamic, um, Ability to so, interact in multiple environments and able to relate to a judge, a lawyer, no, but, no, a doctor. Say, it
1: just goes back to what you were just saying. You were like sometimes we're just overthinking it. You're overthinking it right now. And specifically, oh am I? Okay. Yeah, you are. Okay. specifically, when it goes back to your sexual needs, if I'm competing with reckless things, if I'm competing with Instagram models, bottle girls. I'm competing with like I can
0: see you. I'm telling you, no man is going to put you in competition with a bottle girl, an Instagram model. Because you are an Instagram model, aren't you? What
1: what, shut up? I am not. But what I'm saying is, I'm saying competing, not necessarily like he's cheating, Mm -hmm. not necessarily like he's out at the club, you know, but in his mind, it's like, I want you to look like that. And what and how do they look? ultra-sexy.
0: Boom. Um, okay. So let's go back to my point earlier. Like, uh, ver- certainty. Number one discipline. I'm sorry. Number two discipline. Uncertainty. Exactly.
1: And you and I become uncertain with myself. And I become mm. uncertain. And so how can I give you everything that I have sexually if I'm in the back of my mind contemplating um, if I'm good enough or if I'm sexual enough because I'm not walking around wearing, um, you know... a man
0: wants his woman... Walking around looking like the bottle girl In or the, the Instagram model, yes. In the house, and that. He does. So so so. When how do we reconcile the your two?
1: Fantasy is to have this look, and so now I got to keep up with this fantasy of yours, which is now. Do you keep up with all my fantasies? Let's let's talk about it. Does a man keep up with all the woman's? <laughs> no, no, because I have some fantasies too. I want to be. I, I can't look like Cornel West. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, it's not even about looks. I want to be flown out every other week somewhere. I, I want to take you, a. I'm you. Like Julie. I have <laughs> There goes back to that black girl, like you know, having us uh, like pop our necks. No, uh, so where's my fantasy? Where's my okay. fantasy?
0: So is that really what you want? That really, no. Oh, oh, really oh. See, that's, that, is that isn't that funny. Is
1: is he, I would like, like to, to take out? a vacation every month. That's my fantasy. I would like to be on some island. That's my fantasy.
0: Don't date social workers.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, so I can't have my fantasy fulfilled. Yeah,
0: you, can. You, okay. can, you can date a lawyer. You can
1: date oh, okay, a doctor,
0: perfect. You a well, then I'm in the wrong field. Thank you. All there those you men want you. Mm. All those men want you.
1: Well, then I'm in the wrong field. The point is, mm-hmm. everybody's fantasies is that, um, they're not. It's like we're throwing our fantasies out there. And we're putting it on our partner. Like, do this because you love me. Do this to fulfill my emotional.
0: needs. Well, I don't need. think that you're equating. I don't think this is apples to apples. I think this is apples to oranges. I think that. Yeah, I could run up the. the no, uh, because
1: you're not looking at it the way that a woman is looking
0: at it. I can run it. up the, the rose gold platinum Amex, no limit, and we could just fly oh, out all day. You be a
1: little bit more pretentious online. How about
0: that? <laughs> be a I'm just saying, more- I don't have a black card. I wasn't being pretentious. Okay. I'm saying that, you know, you could do that. Uh, uh, there's plenty of cards and limits. We should
1: not put our.
0: But, it, but, but, but love is not. Love don't cost a thing. And, and and I know in my quest, oh, in my experience... With
1: men... <laughs> exactly. With men, it doesn't cost a thing.
0: But our fantasies are... My fantasies are physical. So that's free. You're never going to have to... Oh. It's free 99. No, you ain't, it's
1: not free. It's not free. It's it's work on me. It's, it's a lot of work on... Tell me, me about that.
0: I want to know your struggle.
1: I just said it. I just said it. It's,
0: because you feel in competition... With strangers,
1: because I'm constantly having to fulfill somebody's emotional needs all the time. It's not an
0: emotional need; it's a physical.
1: There's sexual needs all the time, and what about my needs? It's because I don't have a high sex drive like a man. I still have needs, fantasies. But your needs are materialistic. It's not okay. It's still my need. So let's just say that. Fair enough. It's still my fantasy.
0: Okay. I really and, respect the hell honestly, out of that. I don't. That's a pretty it. girl thing to say. I respect <laughs> the hell out of that. It's like, yeah. I've never thought about, like, you know what? I'm going to take these balls and I'm going to on our backside call. Like, oh, I've man, never I felt like it. that. Why do you
1: continue to talk about women like that? Because,
0: like, I'm not hot like that. I'm not, like, you know what, bro? No, hey, no, man, I need this no, chick to fly yeah, me out to know, Miami. I
1: have to dummy down my fantasy. You don't have to dummy down yeah, I do. I, I have to go be with the doctor. Or go be with, I can't just be yeah, with. How's that like, dummying it down? Because if I like somebody and I'm connecting with them, and they're the, poor. the point that I'm trying to make is I'm not going to throw all my stuff on somebody. Okay. I am not going to do that. It's I don't necessarily have a desire to travel every month, but whatever my, just, yeah. I don't, but okay. whatever my desire is, it's like, it's like there's more to life than you always, you know, but that's where you are right now. You are in that space where you, you're saying that this is my desire, so you should go and be with a woman that can fulfill that. And and that's totally fine. I
0: think I'm with a woman that fulfills me physically. I have no complaints. I'm satisfied. Um, And I know my motivation is to fill her cup up. Um, I think that, like I said, I came from a previous relationship where I held my chips so I could grow things. Um, You know, I think previously... All my businesses, all of my hobbies, all of my endeavors, they were supported. And supported I'm supported
1: by your lady? Yeah.
0: Did well, your new
1: lady support them?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do She's really great. Do you feel that? Yes, I do. I feel that she supports it. I think that she respects it also. And that means a lot to me because that um, gives me motivation in what I do, validation in what I do. Um, and I, I, I do think that's across the board. I think that women are so awesome because they want to see you succeed. Mm. Um, Just like we were kind of talking about the homies. Like you can't, you can't like, I'm gonna get my ass kicked if I go to my friends. I'm awesome, yeah, man. Um, she. Uh, we need more
1: men like that. We need more men opening up. We need more men that because we're teaching our sons, they're watching us, and we know that we like to do all this propaganda. Like we get it as a, I'm not gonna go there, but as a community, I'm about to say it. No, we get it as a community, and mm-hmm. we're all about like you know self love and taking care of our. But then we're like you know, um, you know, kind of throwing our kids out there a little too fast. We're mm-hmm. expecting them to to, um, you know, um, you know, they're children and we're expecting them to be men or, or women before their time. And, you know, I can't stand when a father tells his son, don't cry, that's a girl thing, or you're acting like a sissy. My
0: dad used to say that to me a lot. <laughs>
1: you know what? Like, you know, really? In reality, that yeah. was more of what our parents would have said to us before. Yeah. Nowadays, girls are Venus Venus Williams. or mm-hmm. Venus, yeah, she's the number one athlete. So women are- Serena. Just. Serena Williams. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Venus is- her sister
0: Venus is the older, slower, less winning one. I said it. They're my daughters. I love my baby that wins. Go ahead
1: so so that would be ridiculous for a man to say that today mm-hmm. to say oh you run like a girl because a girl might outrun you
0: no or, no actually no if if my son no. gets beat by a girl i'm stop. not gonna be upset with him stop it. i'm just gonna say stop look it. son physically this shouldn't be happening stop to you it. you need to train stop with it. your pops
1: stop it stop it and see that so it goes back to your point this is why boys aren't gonna cry and they're not gonna talk in
0: front of their fathers
1: Is that what you want? Is that what black men want? Is that what y'all really want? Y'all don't want your kids to come to you and.
0: I want my son or my daughter, my kid, to be successful. I, I, I Frederick Douglass. It's easier to make to build strong children than to heal broken men. I probably parsed a couple of those words, but it was so eloquent, articulate, and you understand it. Um. I, I, I don't feel that we are benefiting our communities by building broken boys.
1: Absolutely.
0: I think that it's an ultimate disservice to to feed them the BS of ego for men of days past.
1: So who do you talk to? What do you do when you're when you have your heart broken? Who do you want to?
0: Who do you I, talk to? <laughs> I have a very unique situation and I can speak of this just uh, for my own privilege. Um, I probably talked to my white dad uh, about that. I I have, I have a unique situation. Um, I have, I have too many parents. So that's, that's who I talk to.
1: You
0: You know, I'll just quickly wrap up this in a segue. My, I was raised by a single mother in a rural community. And my mom was, I don't want to say she was tough, But she had foresight, and she didn't want me to be spoiled. She didn't want me to lack independence, and she wanted me to be resourceful. So I know from the age of 10, 11, 12, I had mentors. I had guys that were older, wiser, and better than me to tell me how silly, foolish, and little I was. So I never had the experience that a lot of my students— bring to me of being this top dog at 16, 17, 18 years old. And they just know every damn thing. Um, I was humbled. I was able to experience not just black men with success, not just celebrities with success, not just athletes with success, businessmen with success, politicians with success, clergymen with success, people in my community with success. I was able to learn from people in their experiences and their positions to really see the tapestry of life for all of us. So, I mean, I don't approach any situation feeling... um too full of myself, but I definitely uh, have confidence. I know that uh, I wanted to record an episode with a friend of mine uh, specifically about confidence because I think that it's a very confusing concept for men. We use that as a coverall for a lot of things. I think that men use um, confidence as this this protective layer in our lives because. A lot of men are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And because of what you speak of, us not being able to share this with anyone, mm-hmm. trust anyone, mm-hmm. or, or heal mm-hmm. w- with, with each other, because we don't have those communication dynamics, um, I, I, I just think that that's an area that will be exposed in the future. I think that's going to be huge. Uh, if, if anyone's uh, an entrepreneur, that's going to be your opportunity area. Is the vulnerability of young boys um, and their lack of resources and ability to connect with people, uh, specifically in our community, I think that f- for us, it's it's hard to find those safe spaces. So that's the, that's my quick thought on on, on that. Um, just to just to wrap it up.
1: Thank you for having me, or thanks for the conversation. It was good.
0: Yeah, it was really good. I really appreciate you coming. I really appreciate you you know, being here. Um, hopefully, we can do it again soon. I definitely would like for you to share with uh, everyone that's listening your Instagram. Share with them your Facebook. But before you share those handles and addresses, please tell us a little bit about your mission and you know what you're doing with Thoughts of Purpose, how you got started with Thoughts of Purpose, And, um, I really, I'm really, really excited to just see, uh, how your project evolves. Um, I know you have awesome content. I am such a fan. Um, I'm just thankful. So thankful that you came.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Um, yep. Thoughts of purpose on Facebook. I just created the thoughts of purpose on Instagram and that is just my, um, Lord's willing. I'm going to be putting out a book with just snippets of my poetry and experiences and quotes that I've created. And that's, um, I'm just sitting on that. So I need to push that out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I am starting my own podcast, Thoughts of Purpose. Yeah. And specifically, I used to have these really great conversations with my um, cousin who's no longer here. She died of stomach cancer last year. And she and I would always have these really dope conversations. And um, I mean, it they ran the gamut from... Women issues, politics, men, marriage, love, uh, self hate, family, traumas, and all the above. And I always said we should do a podcast. And she never, both of us had our own fears. Her fear was people aren't ready for truth. So she's like, she's like, no, because, you know, I, and I think there was probably more fear behind what she really wanted. But she said that for me, being vulnerable in a space where you're highly judged is a challenge. And so I've been judged all my life on some level. So I oh, I, purple. I don't know what that means, but I've been fighting all my life. Oh, okay. Got it. So, no, so, so Lord's willing, um, you know, follow me with my Facebook page, um, thoughts of purpose, and then look for my podcast, lots of purpose and look for me on Instagram and you know, and I hopefully we'll do another, we'll have another conversation and people will hear from me and I will meet Oprah and Jada Pinkett one day. So, and I'm handing this over to you and have a good night.
0: That was beautiful. So eloquent. Thank (laughs) you. Um, Great conversation today. I'm just so thankful that we were able to get this one in. I can't wait until we get the next one in. If, um, you could please rate, review Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. Growing really, really fast. I'm um, I'm I'm so thankful for things just kind of working out in this medium. Uh, just all the different relationships that I've been making um, over the last six months. Um, it's just been incredible. Um, catch me on Instagram and Twitter, Chubby Idris Elba. Definitely if anyone's listening and they have something to contribute to the conversation, uh, we're going to get a lot of um, powerful content over the next few weeks and or months. And I'm just, you know, really excited for all those new relationships And I'm just thankful for how things are unfolding. I appreciate anybody listening to this one. And until the next episode, peace. All right. Sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, please uh, rate this podcast on Apple. Apple Music. Get on there and Give us a rating. I hope you give us a good rating. But if you want to tear it down, be real about it. Let us know how we can get better. All we're trying to do is just, you know, spread more love in this world. Peace. The Modern Black Man Podcast.